This is episode number 77 with award-winning entrepreneur, transformational neuro-certified coach, podcaster. She's got a book coming out. She's the CEO of the Relaunch Co., Hillary DeCesar. Welcome to the Path to Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Wes Barefoot, where it's my mission to help aspiring entrepreneurs and existing business owners take control of their lives and create freedom for themselves through business ownership. Each episode, I'll be exploring the strategies and tactics of other successful entrepreneurs that have created freedom in their own lives while sharing what I'm learning along my own path to freedom. I'm glad you're here. Let's drop in. Before we drop into the episode, a quick message from our sponsor, 919 Marketing. I've worked with 919 Marketing for years and there's no one I trust more with my marketing needs in any of our businesses. I've worked with them in our franchise businesses, in my consulting business. I've worked with them on the franchisor side and I love working with 919 because they take the time to listen. They take the time to understand what it is I'm looking to accomplish through my marketing, who I'm trying to reach, and then they help me put a plan together to do just that. I've worked with tons of marketing companies over the years, and too often, it's a one-size-fits-all approach, but not with 919 Marketing. In addition to that, they've developed some amazing technology called 919 Insights, franchising's first and only AI-powered analytics platform. With 919 Insights in place, 919 Marketing can identify the exact topics that matter to your franchise candidates and provide the specific roadmap to help your brand become the highest ranking and most trusted resource when they're searching for answers. So if you're ready to start getting better results from your marketing, and if you want a free demo of 919 Insights, reach out to Graham Chapman at 919-459-8157 or send them an email at gchapman at 919marketing.com to schedule your free demo today. So whether you're a franchisor, a franchisee, or just getting started in your first franchise business, make sure to check out 919 Marketing and tell them West Barefoot sent you. Now, let's drop into the episode. What's up, P2F listeners, and thanks for dropping into another episode. I've got a powerhouse of a guest with me today. Her name is Hillary DeCesar. She's an award-winning entrepreneur. Currently, she's the CEO of The Relaunch Co. She's got an amazing podcast. She's got a book coming out. In addition to all of this, you may have seen her on ABC's show, The Secret Millionaire. Um, She's also had a very successful corporate career working in Silicon Valley, so She's kind of done it all, seen it all now with her primary focus being her company, The Relaunch Co. She coaches entrepreneurs in business and life to help them take their business, but also their life to the next level and accomplish their goals and their dreams. In this episode, she shares a little bit of kind of the process that she takes her coaching clients through. She shares with us what she calls the Model 3H heart, head, and higher self for creating abundance in all areas of your life. She talks about her belief blaster method uh, and getting rid of what she calls bugs, which are beliefs underground surfacing. And I absolutely love this because as we've talked about on so many episodes of the podcast, this is what holds so many people back from accomplishing what it is they really want to accomplish in their life and what they're fully capable of. So she talks a lot about mindset and the importance of really strengthening your mindset and and pushing past preconceived notions. You know, too much to go into now, so don't miss a second of the episode because I can promise you there is pure gold uh, in here from Hillary. I've learned a lot from connecting with her and, you know, plan to stay connected with her and, and continue learning from her. So I have no doubt you'll get a ton of value from this. So with that, let's go ahead and drop in with Hillary DeCesar. All 
right. What's up, Path to Freedom listeners? I've got a very exciting episode today. I'm joined by Hillary DeCesar. Hillary, thanks so much for dropping into the Path to Freedom podcast. How are you today? Wes, it's so great to be here. Enjoyed our conversation last week and can't wait to hear where this goes today. Yeah, likewise. I'm very glad that we connected and, and very glad to, to have you on the show. You're very busy. And as you share with the audience uh, a little bit of what you're up to these days, uh, it's it's impressive that you even had time to, to join me. So I appreciate it. And I have no doubt the audience is going to get massive value from everything that you have to share. And, you know, we got introduced through a, a mutual connection. We had a, you know, conversation last week to just kind of get to know each other a little bit. And, and I know I came off of that conversation really feeling like, you know, what you're doing in your work and what I'm doing in my work is very aligned in, in a lot of ways. So my guess is quite a few of the audience is familiar with you because um, you've been around and, and you've been kind of a, a public figure in some ways. But for those that are not familiar with you, just share a little bit of, you know, what you're doing today. And I also think it'd be great for the, the audience to hear a little bit of your background and how you got to where you are today. Absolutely. And I love like, let's make this incredibly beneficial for those listening that they have many takeaways that they can start to work on right away. So yes. that is our goal, everyone. So let's make it happen. So I um, currently have a company called The Relaunch Co. And we relaunch people into their next best lives. And I don't say this in just kind of that like, you know, hey, we're going to do this. There's actually scientific, there's neuroscience, there's my 25 year plus coaching history. When I got involved in this, it was because I was uh, at a company called Oracle for 10 years. The president left, he went over to one of the top venture capital firms. He called me and said, hey, come over, help our executives understand business better, understand mm -hmm. how to scale their companies, grow their businesses. I went over, I did it, I loved it. And that started me down this path of how can I further help entrepreneurs who are just starting out, uh, CEOs that are actually looking to get to that next level. And I always say that there's breaks where you go from your first $10,000 a month to you're getting into the six figures, you're getting into the mid six figures, then you really want to jump up and join the seven figure club, right? Yeah. Two comma club. And then it just keeps going all the way mm -hmm. up. And that's where it gets super exciting. But the one thing that I have always found as I have been coaching people and with the relaunch co it's no different is that these people will come to me and many times they start with wanting to have a one-on-one -on -one coaching session. How can I get involved with, you know, some type of program and we'll do a discovery call. And during mm -hmm. the discovery call, they'll have, you know, kind of the things that are holding them back. They'll have the things that they're trying to work on. And there's something that I noticed that's been consistent through everybody that I've ever worked with. And at this point, I've worked with thousands of people that, we think what we want will be provided with step-by-step, step, wherein yeah. what really takes place, if you look at your head and getting out of your head, people have a very difficult time breaking free of who, of who they've actually become to date. And yeah. that means that you're stuck at this level of who you are right now, and that might not be in alignment with where you want to go. Your, the growth of your company, a better relationship with your spouse or your girlfriend, or potentially even bringing in a, a spouse and a husband and all that. Right. And so what I have started to do as of, you know, my, what I've started to do, I've been doing this for probably, as I said, over 25 years, but it really became ingrained in what I do and what I deliver. And especially with the Relaunch Co is how do I help people go from getting out of their head and getting into their heart, which is mm. where their why is, which is where the emotional center is, which is where, you know, many even say there's a secondary brain there mm -hmm. and allow the head and the heart to connect so that they can reach their higher self, their best self. And then, and only then that's when you crack open that amazing ability 
to bring in anything that you're really going for manifest law of attraction, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I call it, it's like, you know, the keys to the kingdom. What is your ability to have a lifestyle of success? So, so you find that many of the people you work with have worked with over the years, part of what's keeping them back from kind of living the life that in their heart, they know they want to live is what's in their mind. And, and I would guess that's got a lot to do with, you know, maybe preconceived notions or limiting beliefs just from, you know, the way they grew up. I mean, what, what is it in your experience that, that does keep so many people, you know, from making the moves that they need to make to get to where they really want to be and to live the life that they, they really want to live? I mean, why is it so hard for, for most people to get out of their head and, and see more clearly what they need to be doing? So let's back up just a little so that we can really put a foundation together for your listeners. And if you think back 60s, 70s, 80s, IQ, intelligent quotient was everything. In Mm -hmm. order to get jobs, you had to take an IQ test. And and then they realized, well, wait a second, in the 90s, it's like, well, if you're only focused on steps, then how come everybody isn't successful? Can't we train people to have, you know, all of the, the, the decision-making tactics and, and how are you going to handle this situation? What do you need to know? And so they started to move into emotional quotient, which is the EQ, which is, all right, have, have this big feelings and emotions in order to be a real successful, you know, business person. And that didn't seem to really connect the head and the heart. It was, they were very separate. And so what I've come up with and I've been using for years now is something that I now call the three HQ and the three HQ is if you can get out of your head and I'll go back to that part of it, but get out of your head, leverage what your head is bringing to you and then tie it into the heart and the emotion. So the IQ and the EQ, then you can create, do manifest what you really want. But here's the thing, the head is so much more than just intelligence and steps. In fact, 90 to 95% of everything you do is not in that conscious brain, that thinking brain at the front. It's actually operating on the backside, which is the subconscious side. Mm -hmm. That's what's really running the show. So if you're leaning into IQ, If you're going out and you decide to take a program and they say people are getting, you know, into the six figures, the seven figures, the eight figures and follow my steps and you'll get there. Then why isn't everyone successful? Why isn't everyone like hitting the ball out of the park? It's because they're not operating from what's going on in that subconscious level, that 90% behind the scene. And why is that? Because it's very difficult to see our blind spots. We don't. A lot of times we need others to help us see those, but then you get them pointed out and you're like, great, that's great. You know, super. I now know that about me, but what we really are challenged with is you you're hearing a lot these days, limiting beliefs, limiting what's holding you back. And the problem is a lot of people don't know how to identify what is their limiting belief. Mm -hmm. And I call limiting beliefs, bugs, beliefs, underground surfacing beliefs underground surfacing and why do i call them that because just like bugs or just like ants that come out in your kitchen you have one you see it in the nighttime and you're like oh an ant and you kind of squish it and then you're like okay we're good i got them and then the next morning you walk down and there are millions on your countertop Mm -hmm. right they're all over and you're like what happened where did these come from yeah that's usually what's happening and what's going on in your mind. You're having these triggers. It's like that ant, that bug. And then all of a sudden you go from, you're going along, you're going along. You may even have like a really successful month in revenue, another month in revenue. And then you're like, boom, something happens. What just happened? It's your bugs. It's your bugs coming up, wanting to keep you exactly where you've been. 
because you may have a bug down deep. You might be, you know, one of the, the, I call them the queen bugs, which are one of three. It's either you have, you know, Hey, am I really good enough to have a company in the, in the seven figures? Am I really good enough to have a really amazing relationship with somebody? Am I really good enough to really tie into who I am? A lot of times, you know, that comes up. Another one is, you know, the feeling of being loved and belonging. And then the mm-hmm. third one is this feeling of being safe, right? Oprah yeah. Winfrey says, you know, she still has this bug that is about becoming a bag lady, yet she's, you know, a multi-billionaire. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's kind of, it goes against everything, right? Yeah. So when you can start to identify that you actually have a bug, you're like, yep, I get it something keeps pulling me back. And according to Hillary, if something's pulling me back, I got a buck. Yep. And once you can do that, then you can take them through what we call the belief blaster. It's a series of six steps to actually get rid of it. And it's not this like, you know, take this, you know, spoonful of sugar and everything's <sighs> going to be great. It's a process. This stuff takes work. work. Yes. Yeah. And so that's the, that's the biggest part of this, that you have to be able to have great business steps no doubt you need those. No doubt you have to understand how to work on your business, not in your business. You have to be able to, you know, grasp what does it take to be a good leader. But if what's holding you back is not going to let you perform at the level that you ultimately are saying you want, and things aren't working exactly as you thought they would, there must be something more that you need to be addressing. Yeah. I, well, I think it's so true. And I mean, in my experience, a lot of times, like I've, I've seen so many people not even give themselves the chance to start, you know, working on something because of their bugs. Um, you know, as you know, I work with people that are interested in getting into business for themselves. I specialize in franchising, but unfortunately, there's far too many people over the years that have gotten right there to the edge, right? You know, we've gotten clear on the why, you know, why is owning a business something that you want to do? What's it going to to help you turn your life into that you're maybe not on track to, to do working for someone else as an employee? We find a great franchise that checks all the boxes of what they're looking for. You know, everything's lining up, but they just can't take that, that leap. And, you know, with a franchise, you get a lot of opportunity to research. I can't think of another investment opportunity where you get as much data and as much information provided to you before you have to make a commitment. But regardless of all of that, there's still a gap that has to be filled at the end of the process. And that gap is always betting on yourself. And and in my experience, it's the the safety mechanism, you know, in our, our brain that we're all wired for that keeps the people that that don't move forward from doing so. Um, it's always it's the what ifs. It's the fear of the unknown. So I mean, is that something that that you would say is one of the most common bugs that that people you've worked with that you're able to identify? And if so, you know, how do you help people get past that? So I want to take you into a very high level neuroscience. Just let's just talk about this. Okay. When you think about what you specifically, the thoughts that go through your head every day, we know that 85% of our thoughts are negative. We know that there are 6,250 thoughts per day. If 85% of those are negative, those are all fear-based. Those are all like something that you are worried about. And fear is a future that hasn't even happened yet. But because we're so wired to be on the lookout for what is to come, like, oh, avoiding, I don't want this, I don't want that, I don't want that. And when you go down that path, if you're thinking that I don't want that, that that's exactly what's going to come because what you think about will show up in your, in your life as a surrounding. So you made a great comment about the businesses that people are starting and the businesses that they're starting is a direct reflection. Your business right now is a direct reflection of you. And so if something in your business, or if you have this fear of potentially starting a business, then 
if that's already down deep coming out, then that's what you will bring forth in the business. So this is why it's so important that as you're going down this path where you are trying to figure out what you should do, know that your belief systems that, you know, what's what's standing in the way right now was created by thoughts repeating over time and an emotion that's attached to that thought. That's when those two repeating over time create a belief. Mm. Your subconscious is going to do everything in its power to keep you at that level of your belief. Mm -hmm. What does your subconscious primarily do? Keep you safe and familiar. Mm -hmm. Familiar with your beliefs. Your, Your subconscious doesn't know the difference between a positive belief, like, oh gosh, you're the greatest communicator. You get up on a stage and everyone just, you know, you, you just have this gift or that I'm not good enough to get up there on that stage. I don't think anyone wants to hear what I have to say. And it's whatever you are thinking is what is going on behind the vault. Mm. And so you got to break through, you got to get down to the baseline and blast those beliefs because they will keep you at the level you are. And we always talk about your beliefs are equivalent to your identity. Who you are today is because of all the beliefs, the stories that you've been telling yourself. But I often say, you know, I'll I'll question and I, I do this thing where I'll say, all right, so Nike always says, you know, just do it. And I always say, just why it? Why everything? Mm. Question everything. Why is this happening? Why is this other thing happening? The good and the bad. Mm. Because once you get to that point where you're starting to say like, why do I think that way? Why Mm -hmm. do I act that way? Why am I feeling this way right now when I'm talking to this individual or when this topic is brought up or when I think about the fact that I haven't had the success that I've always wanted. There's a why. And mm-hmm. it's like, hey, you've heard of the seven layers of the why, you know, we call it the seven layer why cake. Like just get to the bottom of it. You got to keep asking yourself those why questions. And eventually, yep. you're like, oh my God, this isn't even my story. This is like, you know, my coach when I was young, you know, my football coach or my, you know, tennis coach, or, oh my gosh, this was like, you know, my best friend's dad who always said that, or my mom or my dad. And then, and only then you can sit there and say, all right, so you're 40 years old and this came when you were 10. And yet you've been keeping this belief going and alive for the last 30 years. When is it time to say, you know what? that's not serving me. That's holding me back. I want to get past it. I want, this is what I want. And now Mm -hmm. I get how to make it happen. So, so first it's, it's going deep, multiple layers, you know, really understanding the why and, and where some of these beliefs are stemming from. Do you, is it, is it that quick of a process though? Once you've identified where the beliefs come from to say, all right, I'm going to choose to believe differently? Or do you find that it's something that takes people time to kind of shift the pattern of how they think? Because I mean, in the example you just gave, that's, you know, 30 years of thinking and believing a certain thing or a certain way. I mean, even once you've kind of established, all right, this is why I believe that. And it's not even my story. Do you find that people kind of fall back into that same way of thinking or once they've kind of come to that realization, are they able to, to break through and, um, you know, start really building a different, a different life and a different belief system for themselves? Wes, that is the greatest, greatest question, especially as we come into, you know, a new year, let's say, mm-hmm. right. And yeah. we're all like, oh, new year's resolutions. You know, yeah. Why do they all fail? Why do people join the gym and 21 days into it, everyone's gone? Yeah. And here's the thing, as you just said, it can take 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, however long that you're living with these beliefs, it doesn't just take three days, 21 days. It actually, with neuroscience, it shows us it takes 62 to 67 days to create a new belief, a new habit. What 
happens at the 21 day mark is that what you're creating and what you already have playing on autopilot, they become neutral. They neutralize each other out. And so people are like, ah, I'm good. I've been doing this diet for 21 days. I'm feeling really good. I've been doing this exercise program. I've been doing this thing with work. I really feel good about it. And then they go back. And then what happens? They put on more weight. If the, you know, the diet, they, they get caught in that, that additional spiral of like, wait, what? I just had a great month. What's happening? Right. Yeah. I'm not making the money anymore. Uh, you know, my relationship, I focused on that and it was so good. And then it's not. And so there is a process that we have created the belief blaster and step one is only the first of the six steps. Step one in this, you got to, you got to realize, right? You got to realize that you actually have blind spots. You got to realize you actually have a limiting belief. Step two is then, and I'm just giving you the high level just so we can go through it. So you can understand people can start to think about this. Step two is then trying to remember when potentially that wasn't true, that limiting belief Mm. didn't happen 100% of the time. And step three is you then reflect and you reflect on where did it come from? Like where? And it's a process to get to it. I often call it, you know, um, those nesting dolls. They're like the Russian dolls where one goes into the other that Mm -hmm. goes into the other. And I often say, imagine you are the outer layer. And I hate that concept of like the onion, you know, peel back the layers of the onion. <laughs> Who wants that? That's awful. It sounds terrible. But yeah. it smells you bad, have... makes you cry. Yeah, no, you know, I don't want that. Although, you know, sometimes this process can get emotional, I but you definitely don't want it to smell bad, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, that's not, that's no good for anybody. So you think about like undoing the first one. Well, that's, that's who you are right now. And then you go to that next layer. And you think, well, did anything happen? Let's say you're 40. Did anything, okay, now you're in your 40s. Did anything happen that was major in my 30s? And then you looked at, you know, anything that was opposite of that limiting belief. And then you go to your 20s and then you go into your, you know, when you're like six, seven, eight, nine, what Mm -hmm. happened? And you track this. And what are you getting at? You're getting at that inner little teeny doll at the very center, which is really the child in you. It's you because you are an accumulation of every single thing that's ever happened to you. Mm -hmm. And once we get there, what we can do is reflect on where the heck did this start? Whose story is this? Okay. So that's where, and then we go into, you have to be able to release And releasing is a process that I have taken from neuroscience, from two of, you know, the people that I have been following for years and years. And I took what they did and I modified it a bit. And you really go into a a pretty like deep level to help you understand, to really cause confusion in your brain that this doesn't need to be that way. Mm -hmm. And then in step five, you rewrite. What is it that you want? What is the new belief that you really want? What's the new habit? What is this? And then in step six, you retrain your brain. And that's when you go into 67 days because you can see on scans that in the 62 to 67 days on a scan, you can actually see a neurotransmitter, this this route, this process of that limiting belief actually break away. Break away entirely. And once you don't have it, you now have created the new one. And I got to tell you, floodgates open to what you can then manifest. And I look at a lot of, you know, the, the people out there and they're saying, you know, oh, okay, you know, manifestation, let's do this, let's do that. I want to get to what truly is holding you back. Yeah. I want to get to the why behind what you're looking to gain, what you're looking to bring in. And then using, as I said, the three HQ, head, heart, getting to that higher self. Guess what? That higher self is that new identity, the new belief that you're creating so that you can have the things that you're oh so close to getting, but it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, it, it makes a lot of sense the, the way you explain it. And, and what I love so much about what you teach and what you coach is it is all backed by science, right? I mean, I'm, I'm 
fascinated with how our brains work. And, and I don't claim to be anywhere near the expert that you would be, but it's a topic that just personally over the last, I don't know, three or four years, I've really become fascinated with and tried to learn as much as I can, because I can kind of, you know, track back in my own development to around that time where, you know, I did start intentionally trying to work on, you know, my mindset and and my beliefs and what I believe I'm capable of and still have a lot of work to go, trust me. But like, I can see a, a very specific period of time where I shifted the way I was thinking about things and, and stuff started happening, you know, stuff started falling into place, not, not by magic, but because, you know, I, I think I really just started believing in myself and what I'm capable of and, and then putting in the work, like, you know, it's not this, none of this is a, a shortcut to not having to work hard. Um, and, and I think, especially with the manifestation piece, you know, that's something that I think a lot of people hear, you know, manifestation or law of attraction. And they think, you know, if I just think about it hard enough, it'll happen. Well, everything you just described, you know, unless you go through the work that, that, you know, you're going through with your program, believing it or or thinking that thinking about it and thinking that you're going to manifest it is pointless because if you have these limiting beliefs, that's never going to let it happen anyways. Um, So anyways, I say all that just to say, I, I love that so much of what you teach is really backed by science and, you know, to, to be able to see on brain scans, you know, the actual kind of almost rewiring of, of the, these neurotransmitters, that's phenomenal. That's, that's wild. It's absolutely incredible. And this is something I've been passionate again, since I was in college, I went pre-med and then I switched to psychology and have continued to study that in the last 10 years. I have literally, I mean, I have studied under some of the best neuroscientists, doctors that have been you know, on the cutting edge and what we have learned even in the last like three to four years. I mean, yeah. I, let me tell you, yeah, two years ago, I was saying that there are 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day that go through your head. And that's what every single person out there was, was touting. 60 well, to 60,000 to 80,000? 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. Well, then a couple of years ago, they actually were monitoring the brain. They could see what was going on. And they said, no, it's not that. It's 6,250, 6,250 thoughts a day. We're, yeah. getting, we're getting so much more information as it, and, and I continue to just, this is, this is the part. I used to uh, like call myself an executive CEO coach, an entrepreneurial coach a strategist. And mm-hmm. I'm now just saying, Hey, I'm putting it out there. I'm a transformational coach. Mm-hmm. I transform you from the inside out. I make you go invisible to become visible in whatever you're trying to do on the outside. And that is not something that just happens overnight. It is something that you need to work on, but guess what? When you work on it, the program, especially the belief blasters, once you know it, you can do it on yourself when you have something come up. And I'll tell you, um, uh, my, my dad's not doing very well right now. And as he's starting to, you know, get more frail, I noticed that I had a bug that started Mm. to surface. And so I was away with my husband on our anniversary trip. I got up super early one morning and I went out on the deck and I did a belief blaster. I took it through the six steps and, you know, it took, I, I and I'm an expert in this. It took me time and yeah. I'm currently going through this 67 days and I've already seen, and I see this in, you know, all of my clients that I work with and people I take them through, I'm seeing right now things literally melt away. I'm like, wow. oh my God, it's working. And I, you know, I, I did it initially because I'm like, oh my gosh, my dad had a life or death uh, surgery. He survived, but I thought I got to get started because what if, right? What mm-hmm. if he doesn't make yeah. it? And now I'm, you know, well into the process. And I'm just like, I mean, I just want to scream at the top of the mountain, like this bleep works, you know? <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys, this does. <laughs> 
so so a couple of questions. I mean, one would be I, I would assume and, and tell me if I'm wrong that the, the better you get at this, meaning the, the more of this kind of internal work that you're doing on yourself, the, the, the better you get at recognizing when you have a bug and, and actually being able to, to take action. Um, it, would that be a, a correct assumption? hundred percent. The more you, the more you're aware of this, the more, you know, you can take it through the six steps at any time. Then you start realizing, okay, so this whole idea of what kind of goals do I want to set? Right. And we have like, you know, what you can expect and then the unexpected. And I'm all about the unexpected. You give me a challenge. You give me like, you know, a client will come to me and say, I'll push them, you know, I'll really like push them. Like, okay, what do you really want? And it's a series of, you know, meetings and everything, but finally we get to it. And they're like, I never would even begin to expect that something like this could happen for me. Like, I, I mean, seriously, Hillary, we can, we can do this. I said, let's do this together. And it's the unexpected. It's not thinking that everything has to unroll, come out as you think it should. Right. But being able to ride the wave as it comes to you. And if there is something that you have been thinking about for a you know long time that you've always wanted that has just, you know, it's, it's evaded you. It just like somehow it's like, oh, I got so close. Or you keep going back and you're repeating the same cycle over and over and over again. And usually going through the belief blaster, you'll realize like, oh, there it is again. I'm mm -hmm. doing it again. Yeah. But once you do that, then, you know, the, the idea of being able to have things actually come to fruition, have them actually work out. It's not, it's not like the, wow, this happened. It's yeah, it happened. How does Richard Branson have over 200 companies? Yeah. He works with. How does Tony Robbins have, you know, over 37 now companies? Yeah. How does a, a person like Dr. John Gray write 24 books that, you know, all become super successful? They are doing things differently. Yeah. They realize that there's that 3HQ component. They understand about creating who they want to be and start acting in the way that that person would end up showing up. This is like, you know, I mean, and again, I, I, you know, managed tons of, you know, groups of people through corporate. I've, you know, run multiple companies. I've helped literally thousands of entrepreneurs and there is something that continues to come up. And it is that, you know, this is what I'm trying to go for. It's the be, do, have model. We've all heard of it, you know, but be, do, have too many people are operating. Like I really want to have this incredibly successful franchise. I really want to have a really great relationship, but how come it hasn't happened? And it's because we're operating from, you know, this, if I have that, then I'll do these things right? Then I'll be able to do all these things. If I have the successful franchise, I'll be able to do all these amazing things. I'll be able to travel. I'll be able to do that. And I'll be happy. Yeah. But in reality, flip that script and think about who would that successful franchisee owner be? Start living the way that the characteristics, mm. the behaviors of that successful franchisee owner would be. What would they be doing? What would their activities be? What would they, what would they absolutely want to focus on? And then you look at, and then they will end up having that successful franchise. But here's the greatest part. They'll know their why. And I've worked with people, and I mentioned this, that I had somebody that just sold their business for over $250 million. And he was miserable. Mm. The thing he was working for forever he finally gets there and he's like, my, my relationship is in the tank. I have no relationship with my kid. I'm not happy. I don't know what I'm doing. And he was having a full crisis. And he's like, is this what a midlife crisis is all about? And I said, no, you're having an identity crisis mm. because as I explained, his beliefs are keeping him down at this one level at an identity that he's not happy where he is. 
And so we started working on some of the limiting beliefs and, oh my gosh, you talk about like opening up. He ended up having a better, as he said, in a testimony, he said, I have a better relationship now with my wife, with my child than I had the day we even got married. Wow. It's so great. And he's now opening up yet another business. And whether you're just starting out, whether you've never even like owned a franchise, whether you've never owned a business, whether you've never been an entrepreneur, these are the same principles. They're the same principles that work no matter where you are. It's all about going again into the invisible of Mm -hmm. you so that you're setting up your foundation. And yeah, I don't want to say that this is all about that and that there's no steps. Like you said, you know, what you do is incredible. You give people the ability to, you know, which, which franchise is the best and how are you going to do it and all that great stuff. You need that. Somebody's got to be able to share that with us. It Mm. might as well be you, Wes. And so you're doing that super successfully, but at the same point, you need the steps and you need this, like this, this foundational background so that you can truly have what you're ultimately going for, which is not only a successful franchise business, but also you're happy. You're like, well, hundred percent. I mean, it, it goes hand in hand, or at least it should. Um, you know, I, I think I shared some of this with you in our, our first conversation, but you know, my starting point when I work with someone is trying to make sure I can understand what that why is like, why are we even talking? Why, you know, assuming it's someone that's never owned a business before, why? Right. And it's, it's interesting to me because, you know, there's usually like one of the same three answers that you get from everyone initially. Well, I want, I want more control of my time. I want more money. Um, I want freedom. Right. It's usually like those, one of those three things or a combination of those three things, but you've got to get deeper than that. You've got to get to, to a deeper layer. Okay. Well, what is more time going to allow you to do that you're not able to do right now? What are more financial resources going to allow you to do? You know, what does freedom actually mean to you? What is what does that look like? I find that s- some of the people I work with haven't really put a whole lot of thought into it. They're just maybe not happy with what they're doing right now. So they think, hey, if I own a business and maybe I don't have to answer to anyone, that'll that'll make me happier. And it's like, not necessarily, unless you're working for something that, you know, really is going to, to make you happy. So, th- so that's the starting point, you know, when I connect with someone and the, the clearer of a vision that they have of what they want their life to be, the easier it is for us to find, you know, a great fit for them in terms of a franchise business that's going to help them, you know, get to where they're, they're trying to get. The way I look at it is a business is an ends to a mean, uh, a means to an end. It's, it's like a vehicle, right? We're all at a certain point and we all have a destination that we're trying to get to. It's just about finding the right vehicle to, to help you get there. But it, it does surprise me a little bit how many people haven't, haven't really put a lot of thought into it. So I guess my question for you, so let's say someone out there listening is very intrigued with, you know, what you're doing with the relaunch co where, where's the starting point? Do you mm-hmm. start with helping them get clear on that? Why? Or do you start with helping them identify some of these limiting beliefs? Or is it like a, a combination of these things? So I'm going to back into what you said a little bit okay. earlier. And as people are like, you know, we're all looking that if something isn't going right, like, oh, what should I be doing? And, you know, in the, in the last year and a half pivot has been, has been like the word of the day, right? I got to, <laughs> I got to pivot. I pivot, pivot, pivot. Yeah. The problem is, is what possibilities are really in a pivot. It's kind of the unknown. You just like, you're really kind of going at it from like the wild, wild west. Instead, when you do a relaunch, there's a series of a process that you go through, series of steps that really will ultimately make the relaunch successful, right? And so if you start with just like, oh, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do that. It's like, you know, the squirrel, it's the shiny penny. It's like, you know, and Mm -hmm. I call it the the scattered entrepreneur. And so many times I begin the journey with people when they're feeling scattered, their focus is here, their focus is there. 
And, you know, whichever way the wind's blowing, that's where they're going to go. And by the way, a lot of coaches out there really, you know, kind of lean into this, like, oh, you could do that. You could do that. But, you know, so many of them don't really have their own plan around it. And so you get more confused Mm -hmm. instead of gaining clarity. So my, my philosophy of working with anyone is that you have to gain clarity first, then you have to plan and then you have to be accountable. Okay. Clarity, plan, accountability. And there is a, you know, there is a true way to understand how to have impactful change for yourself. And first and foremost, you know, it goes back to, all right, do you understand what is dissatisfying about your life right now? What is it that you really want to improve, mm-hmm. right? So you've got that. I mean, look at every commercial, right? Commercials have a formula. It's like, so you're dissatisfied with the shininess of your hair. Problem, yeah. problem, problem. Well, yeah. oh, imagine you could have like, you know, this beautiful mane of hair and they show the the woman with that, like, you know, red hair flowing in the, you know, it's shiny as can be. And yep. then they say, now buy our shampoo. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And that will, that will get you to that place of nirvana. So we want to be able to understand very similar to that, that model that they do, you know, there is a model for change. There's a model that works. And in that dissatisfaction point, there's always a reason that there's something that's dissatisfying. That's where we get into the bugs. That's where we get. So I do approach it from a discovery session of really understanding, hey, you know, what is going on? What's the biggest challenge? What are you doing? And I take people through a discovery call. It's easy. Worst case, you end up, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes later, you're like, whoa, that was amazing. And I'm ready to like take this on. Or you're scared out of your mind. You're like, yikes, <laughs> what yeah. is happening? Right. But, yeah. but I'm, I'm kidding with that. You know, it's usually that, you know, you want to do this because you know that whatever is holding your, yourself back, if you can uncover that, then the revenue is there. The happiness is there. The relationships are there. And yeah, it, absolutely. And so again, I would go back to, you always got to start with clarity, plan. And then there is, you know, nobody out there I mean, unless you're just like, you know, the wizard of, you know, keeping yourself on track, you know, I have two coaches and I, you know, I might even soon enough have three because I really want to get to that next level. I want to be able to, you know, they, they talk about like, you know, going to that next level, going to that next level of my own ability to be in that, you know, that greater self of who I should be and know I should be. And I want to get there too. So it's all about, you know, having that accountability to help you get there. Yeah. I think the accountability is, is huge. And and I think there's so much value in having, you know, someone that's not in the thick of it, like you are every single day looking at it from a different vantage point. Cause you know, as you mentioned earlier, that's going to help you see blind spots that, that you're not seeing with yourself, or at least not admitting to yourself, maybe even if you kind of subconsciously know that they're there. Um, so, I mean, the, the best performers in the world, whether it's in business athletes, they all have coaches. So, um, so, so with the relaunch co, if someone were interested in, you know, learning more about, uh, your services, your coaching, you know, how, how do you have it structured? Is it, can you go through like one program at a time? Is it like a long-term one-on-one relationship? What are, what are some of the different options for someone that might be interested in getting involved? So I always recommend going to the relaunchco.com, right? The website, www.therelaunchco.com. And there is the ability to do a discovery call. Okay. You know, great place to start. It's free, free, free call. And then from there, you can either go into a one-on-one coaching program, which is far more intensive, right? Mm. Or I have group coaching. I have the Fired Up Entrepreneur, which really helps you launch or relaunch your business six months. Every single month we focus. What I have noticed, and this is not, I'm not, you know, putting fingers out, but I do know that women have a tendency to like the group coaching and then they move into one-on-one. Men like to to go into one-on-one. 
And it is, I do a tremendous amount of gender intelligence coaching mm -hmm. as well to really help like, why is that? And yeah. there is, there are, you know, I can talk a lot about like the differences in our brains between men and women. And so it makes a lot of sense to do that, but that's really, you know what, best thing to do discovery call. I have, um, a membership site to really, if you want to dig into more the mindset to dig into the idea of like relationships with yourself, with others, with peers at work. Um, but my best suggestion is set up a call. I love it. I, I, you know, I mean, this is what I'm on this planet to do is yeah. to help people just kind of figure it out. That's what yeah. I do. I get them to go from the expected to the unexpected. Well, I love it. I love what you're doing. Um, you're, you're an inspiration. So we'll, we'll post the link to the website in the show notes to make it easy for people to find. Um, you do have a ton of good resources. There's, I think I saw kind of explanations of the different programs or options that you have up there. And you heard her guys, she can teach you how to read your wife or your spouse's mind, right? Isn't, isn't that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> I like hey. that. Actually, there are some tricks though. I can't, I can't tell all you. Right, boom. I'm signing up. That's all. That's all you needed to say. I'm a client. Um, no, but tons of good resources on the website. You also host a podcast, the silver lining relaunch podcast, the silver lined relaunch, silver lined relaunch. Yeah. Great show. So I'd highly re recommend checking that out. Um, as you guys have heard today, Hillary's a wealth of knowledge. She's got some amazing guests come on the, the podcast as well. And you have a book coming out sometime next year. Is that right? I do. Springtime around May. I have a book all about relaunching your best life and it's discovering your power in the three HQ. So it's actually going to walk you through every single part of how you can do this on your own as well. Awesome. Well, I can't wait for that. Maybe we'll have you come back on the show before the book comes out. And, um, you know, you can tell, tell everyone a little bit more about it, but, um, Hillary, thank you so much for, for making time to do this. I know I've gotten so much value in, in the conversations that we've had know the audience is going to get just as much value from it. So really appreciate you coming on and sharing. Thanks for the work that you're doing. Like I said earlier, it really is an inspiration. So keep doing what you're doing. And thanks for dropping in here on the Path to Freedom podcast. Wes, thanks for having me. A real pleasure. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you'll know when a new episode is released. You can also check me out on my website at www.path2frdm.com. And if you want more information about franchising or just want to say hello, feel free to contact me at Wes at Path2FRDM.com. Thanks again. Now go drop in.